Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Frank Isola is going to join us in the next segment. And then we're going to talk with comedian Nate Bargatsky, who's got a Netflix special up. Uh, We did a wins and losses discussion with him that spiraled uh, out of a Thursday night interview. We're going to play some cuts from that. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And Joe Kinsey, the woke bracket challenge is up on OutKick. And we are into our final four there, mirroring the final four in the country and we've got a doozy of a battle going on. Uh, we have got Darren Ravel going head-to-head with Dan Woken, and we have got Jamel Hill going at it with Keith Olbermann, who is going to win the title of Wokest member of the sports media. You can go vote and find out. It looks like Darren Ravel is going to advance to the championship game, and I would bet that he's going to advance against Jamel Hill. That's how I would break that down. We're going to talk about that with Joe Kinsey. Lots of fun. Uh, associated with that story. Uh, But in terms of college basketball and the way everything is breaking down, it's interesting. I told you you need to be careful because news could happen at any point on April Fool's Day, but you might not be able to believe what is actually being told to you, whether or not it is true. And we had two big stories in the world of college basketball that had nothing to do with the Final Four. Roy Williams steps down after 33 years, and also Chris Beard is going to go to Texas, and we'll be unpacking those a little bit later. But when both of those stories happened, I immediately thought these can't be real. Dub, I don't know if you had the same reaction that I did. I saw him, and I was like, ah, you're not going to get me. It's April Fool's. I don't know why people choose to put out actual news on April Fool's, but when I saw Roy Williams, I was like, I'm not sending anything out about this. And and I actually went to the North Carolina basketball website to see if they had posted a goodbye to Roy Williams because I was like, I don't believe it because it's on Twitter. Were you similar to me? Were you like, wow, that's kind of stunning news? Yeah, I agree with you. That was my very first reaction. And then I saw Adam Schefter tweet about it, and then I saw – a link from UNC's website. So I was like, yeah. okay, well, I guess this is actually real. It is uh, really interesting that uh, that he decided to step down now, and it leaves open what you could arguably say. I was thinking about this uh, after I saw the Roy Williams news yesterday. I was like, what are right now the five best jobs in college basketball? Not like necessarily the top ten, but what are the five best jobs? Because a lot of people were talking about this in the context of Indiana. 
Because Indiana, uh, the thought was, oh, they're going to go hire Brad Stevens, right? Indiana basketball fans were like, hey, we're going to make a big hire. There was a high level of expectation. And then they go get a former Bob Knight player in Mike Woodson, which is fine. But it's not like that was a hire that would make you think, oh, this is unbelievable. And so when I saw the news on Roy Williams, I was like, okay, let's pretend. And obviously Chris Beard going to Texas, which is a perennial kind of sleeping giant, I would say. If you were the greatest college basketball coach ever and you had a job draft and you could sit back and say, hey, what is the best overall job in college basketball? How would you break down the top five? I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting question. And so I jotted down these five schools and I'm curious what the response would be. And by the way, people always get upset when you rank jobs. This is my idea completely objective right like Mark Few is at Gonzaga and he seems wildly happy there Mark Few I guarantee you I really do believe this if he wanted to be the coach of UNC he could call right now and he would get the job at UNC I don't think there's any doubt Um, but I don't think that he wants to leave because he loves the lifestyle that he has at with the Zags and that's perfectly fine So, in my mind, I really do think right now, I think UNC is the best job in college basketball. And what do I base that on? It is the the, the sort of the foundation of interest in college basketball is higher, I would say, in the state of North Carolina than anywhere else, right? NC State has a tremendous program. Duke has a tremendous program. UNC has a tremendous program. You have the Michael Jordan connection. You have the history of Dean Smith and now Roy Williams. You have the family connection at UNC where there's a strong support structure. And I know it didn't work for Bill Guthridge, and I know it didn't work for Matt Doherty uh, necessarily. But there is something to, I think, that Carolina basketball lineage that transcends many other jobs in college basketball right now. So in my mind, I don't think it's crazy at all to say, hey, UNC is right now the best job in college basketball. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that they're going to get the best coach to fill that job, but I think UNC is the best job right now in all of college basketball. What's the second best job? I actually think it is probably Kentucky because they are obsessed with basketball in Kentucky. Now, why would I say that UNC is a better job than Kentucky? Because got a better recruiting base, right? Even though basketball recruiting is national. And also, I think there's less of a mercenary relationship at UNC compared to at Kentucky. And so if you were looking at that, John Calipari has come in and won at a very high level, but... Billy Gillespie was a disaster, by and large, at Kentucky. Uh, There have been many coaches over the years who maybe that job was a little bit too big for because of all the different attention that was foisted upon them. So I've got UNC 1, I've got Kentucky 2. In the third spot, I would say Kansas. Historically, if you look at the winningest programs that have ever existed – to me, you have to consider long-range uh, you know, winning programs. And Kansas, I know, Bill Self, year after year, uh, has always been able to stack everything together. So I have, got, uh, I have got Kansas as the third best job. And it's probably not a surprise, by the way, that the three teams that I have, one, two, and three, are actually one, two, and three in all-time wins. Kentucky has the most wins all-time in college basketball. Kansas has the second most. North Carolina has the third most. In the fourth spot, I would put UCLA. And then in the fifth spot, I would put Duke. Those would be, to me, the five best jobs. And you could maybe reconfigure the order, but those are the five best jobs in college basketball, in my opinion. We will see how exactly UNC does filling the big shoes of Roy Williams. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter. I think you guys will enjoy that conversation as we dive into everything Final Four. Also, Deshaun Watson involved, all that and more. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I just teased it. He's got a fantastic special right now, a uh, comedy special up on Netflix. Nate Bargatsky, uh, comedian, big-time sports fan. We had a long-form conversation, which you can go listen to the entirety of on uh, the uh, Wins and Losses podcast. Got a new one up with him. Uh, we've had him on before, but talking about this new uh, special, I thought that he had on Netflix would be an intriguing listen. I think you guys will love it, probably get a few laughs out of it as well. Here is that conversation we had with him on Thursday evening that we're going to take a couple of clips from and play for you here on the program. Joined now by Nate Bargatsky. He's got a great 
Netflix uh, comedy special that is up, just debuted a couple of weeks ago. I watched it this time last week, I think, and uh, immediately texted you, Nate, and I said, man, that was really, really good. Uh, I needed, I think there's a lot of people out there who need laughter <laughs> right now, yeah. certainly more than ever. Uh, so first of all, thanks for getting up early and, uh, and hanging out with us. But I, I was so fascinated by the way that this was filmed outdoors in LA. There's helicopters flying over the top of it. What was the process like? So before you're telling any jokes and anything else, like how was this set up? How long did it take to tape? Tell me how you go about filming a Netflix special like this. Uh, yeah, well, appreciate it, buddy. Uh, I got your text. And, uh, it was, uh, this one was like much different because obviously it was outside and we had the audience, hundred people audience had to get COVID tested. They ought to wear masks. So it was uh, very difficult. The people that got the tickets, I very funny had a guy email me, and he was like, yo, what's up with all the hoops to get these tickets? I was like, dude, there's a pandemic. I just wanted to tell him, like, well, there's a big global pandemic that the earth is dealing with. Uh, so, I mean, you know, that's part of it. But it was tough. Like, the timing, like, the timing of it is what's the hardest part because you can't – I can't hear them laugh because we're outside, they got mask on, and it's just laughter kind of just goes in the air. And then uh, also you can't see their faces, so you can't see them smiling. So you're like up there like, dude, this might be, they might hate this. And you're just kind of going off like, I know these jokes. I've done them before. They've worked. And so you're just hoping they're working. But so we timed, like, you know, my steps like timed out. So I timed it out. It was like 64 minutes. I was doing these drive-in movie theater dates. And uh, I had it timed out. And the first show, we taped two shows for a special. And then uh, first show, I did 43 minutes. It was that that much was energy was like gone with just the outside and the mask. And like we had helicopters flying over and like all that kind of chaos. Like, so it's like crazy to see. I mean, I've had it happen, but, you know, you can fluctuate 10, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, maybe with no like if a crowd's like crowds can be fast laugh or like they laugh quick and stop or whatever but it was pretty wild to go that so then usually when you take two shows they tell you i mean every special i've done they always go we got it first show we're good don't worry about it have fun on the second show and then the this show they were like yeah we do not have it so (laughs) this second show is very important because you have to do an hour so that's actually really. So were they back to back? Like, how much time is between the two? Is it the same day? Are you performing yeah, the yeah, same it's hour? Yeah. Hour and, and it's a like different, different, different crowd. Yeah. yeah, you just you you usually get everything from one show. So when you see a special, it is most likely from one show, and you just tape two just to be sure. Uh, yeah. you know something like this happens, or who knows. And then they, you know, maybe occasionally be like, I like the joke on the first show better. The reaction was better. I said it better, you know. Uh, so usually, but you have like an hour and a half. But I mean, right when I got off, I, you know, I was. You knew like, you nailed the second nailed. one. This, I mean, the second one, I think I, yeah, you could tell. I mean, it was, you know, you never feel. I don't know when you tape them, you never feel. Specials are not. It's not the same as. Uh, regular show like it's it's i don't know there's just the pressure of like you got to get it uh and this was such a weird kind of thing uh and so you you don't like when you when you get done you're like all right i think that was good like you just you're like i don't know the last one i felt really good about the tennessee kid that one i did like i I was i was running that material that's the thing too i mean i was i had probably 50 more theater dates i would have ran this hour in uh, before the special. And I mean, luckily I got to do those drive-ins and do it. And I had an hour built before the special. Uh, I mean, before COVID happened, I was kind of already like had an hour ready, but I mean, normally you would have, I mean, those reps are super important because you just, you, you, you tighten jokes up, you find little things here and there, you maybe add a little bit and and then you're doing these theater shows. And so normally you just kind of pick where a stop on your theater tour and you're like, we're filming, like we were going to film in Minneapolis was the plan. And then, uh, everything happened, COVID and then all that stuff. And so that, that was like gone. And then I didn't even think I was going to get a special, but then they said they could do it at universal studios. And so I was like, you know what? I'll just, I wanted to be done with this material. You get kind of tired of your jokes and you kind of want to come up with some new stuff. And so I was like, well, no one's putting anything out either. 
so I was like, maybe I'll stand that, you know, you can stand alone kind of because there's not really much coming out. And so, and there we go. So it is, there's so many interesting things to unpack there. So how long to you is a period of time that you're capable or want to do the same joke, right? Like, so this is all new material to you. What's the lifespan of quote unquote new material? Like how long, let's pretend COVID didn't happen and you were just touring as a comedian doing this, this act, this one hour ish act. How long would you tour with that act? Like what's a normal range and how many acts have you gone through what you would say in your comedy career so far? I mean, hours. So I've had two-hour specials, uh, half hour on Netflix. That's a two and a half on Netflix, two and a half hours. An hour on Comedy Central, three and a half hours, which that one aired the same night of the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. No one saw it. Great uh, scheduling by the uh, Did you even watch it, or were you watching Mayweather-Pacquiao? I know. Too? I watched the fight. Yeah. I watched the fight. I didn't watch yeah. it. I mean, I yeah. told them, and they were like, I think we're fine. I don't think anybody's going to watch it. Like, people have been waiting this fight for 30 years. I mean, this is like the biggest fight on earth. By, by the way, like, this, is the, this is funny, too, because you're a big sports fan, and we're talking to Nate Bargatze. I, so I've had to deal with this when I, uh, when I sell books, right, like to, uh, to write about sports or whatever else. So my first book was Dixieland Delight, going around to all 12 SEC football stadiums. And the people who buy books, by and large, know nothing about sports. Right. And so yeah. uh, and so like that, I was talking to all the publishers, most of them and the agents. And they were like, so tell me about this SEC football. Is it a big thing? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like there's a lot of people who are college football fans. And they're like, do you think there's a market out there? I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. You know, like you know, there's hundreds of thousands of people every Saturday go to the stadiums to watch. And they're like, really? Like, you know, it's like it's like I'm talking to it's like I'm in a zoo and I'm talking about like it's just so insane like the people you're trying to sell to and the other example I'll give you is right after I wrote Dixieland Delight I was like hey I've got this great idea I want to do a book about the NFL draft and about how much interest there is I'm like it's the link you know the link pen uh, the, the sort of the connective tissue the point uh between when guys go from college to the NFL they train for the combine I'm going to train for the combine alongside of these guys I'm going to tell the story and I went into all these New York City publishers and they're like yeah we don't we don't think there's enough interest in the NFL draft and I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like, the, 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 like the, every day there's a new mock draft that comes out. Like, we could do NFL draft talk. I think uh, I got a text the other day, and somebody was like, "Hey, you know, Cowherd's done mock drafts for like 65 consecutive days on his radio show uh, because there's so much interest in it." But so I'm curious on that for the comedy world. Uh, because you're a big sports fan, but I can see you being like, hey, you know, it's head-to-head with Mayweather-Pacquiao. Like, that's a really not a good overlap for me. And they're like, oh, no, no, everybody's going to still watch. I can totally see the comedy world and the entertainment world being a little bit insular like that, too, where they don't really know about, like, the overlap with sports. They, I st- And I started, so I did Fallon. To, well, like I've done Fallon a bunch, but, like, that night when I was on Fallon, like, to promote it, I had Fallon, I told him that. And I was like, yeah. hey, you should say that. And I just started telling people that. Because yeah. I was like, I have no hope of them watching this. <laughs> yeah. So, like, at least tell them to DVR it yeah. and be like, we're all watching the fight. Like, this Netflix special came out during the first week. Justice League got dropped in the March Madness, but it's on Netflix. Yeah. So people can know that they can watch it whenever they want to go watch it. Right. It doesn't, the, the drop date doesn't really matter as much. You know, I mean, most time Netflix, too, to promote your specials, you, they don't want you promoting until after it's already on. Like, yeah. so you won't do, I mean, they have algorithms down to everything, but you won't, like, you sit down with them and they tell you, like, when we're going to start doing stuff. And, I mean, they got it, they're like, we think 30 days, now I think they're doing 30 days before. Uh, they they do 30 days before the special yeah. to lead up to it, and then a bunch after the special. Because it's like, you want people to be like, hey, go watch it now. Like, you can see it, right? This, you know, because more people tend to do that stuff. You know, another random thing that might find interesting there's a billboard in uh, Cool Springs. I got a billboard right yeah. on 65. Uh, that billboard is basically there, so I see it. <laughs> like, they, there's, yeah. I mean, they, I've always heard that they, they do this. Yeah. So, that is I don't know phenomenal. how much they, they have billboards in New York and LA. 
Yes. Uh, and L.A., I think, is more, you know, that's more of the, for the voting for Emmys and Grammys, like that kind of stuff. And, like, just yeah. to be in the Hollywood so those people see it. So they do it with uh, Judd Apatow. They did one of his shows. They put one near his house, like, on the way to work. Because then he sees it, and he's like, all right, look at them. They're, they're promoting it. Like yeah, they're, doing, yeah. they're promoting it. It's, like, straight up. And I swear this one's, like, straight up from me to my to Legends Golf Course. Like, <laughs> it knows, they know I go to my to golf course. And that is, so I that is see awesome. It, like, every day. And I'm like, yeah, look at this. They're giving it, you know. That's that's the uh, that's that's amazing. Also, that's the story like on Hollywood Boulevard or whatever, like the most expensive billboards in the world are right there because they want the industry to know like, hey, this event's going on. And also the people who are affiliated with it. Right. Like uh, to be able to have I haven't seen your billboard. I mean, I drive uh, 65 South in Nashville on a regular basis. Uh, I think it's north. You see it north. Oh, you see it coming north. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So that is, uh, yeah, that is it's, it's great. Awesome that they do it. Like that. Yeah. I mean, Netflix is amazing, but yeah, you're right about them promoting stuff. I mean, they don't know. They don't, you, you, man, when you talk to people that don't know sports, like when I had it, when I moved to New York and you would talk about sports and they're like, oh, I don't know, like, is Rutgers playing? You're like, Rutgers, like, are you crazy? <laughs> like you think like that matters and you're, you sit there and you could, that's when I could always see the disconnect of when I lived in New York and LA. Cause a, when you'd say you're from the South, they just are like, what are y'all doing down there? You know, like they yeah. do not think that anything exists out of their like yes. blocks that they live on and yes. they can't fathom that there's human beings wandering around and whatever human beings they think are wandering around it's not the best they oh, think yeah. it's the oh, worst yeah. people alive and yet they all you have to you have to talk to them all the time you're like it's a, yeah like football you're like well there's a big game tonight like who and you're like alabama lsu and they're like what is that? You're like, I don't know. You would dream to have those ratings. I can tell you that. You would change your life. Your dumb sitcom even had a, had a Vandy, Kentucky Saturday yeah. noon ratings. You would yeah. kill yourself for something like that. It is funny. Like, uh, so obviously with OutKick, uh, we serve by – like we have a lot of li- listeners all over the country, right? But our base, mm-hmm. as you know, starting off was SEC football. And now we're up to whatever, 10 million people a month or plus will come to OutKick. And sometimes we talk to people on the East and West Coast and they're like, well, that's a lot of people. Yeah, I was like, yeah, people care a lot. I mean, it turns <laughs> out, you know, like college football is a big deal, you know, and, and I know yeah. for Big Ten fans and SEC fans, they kind of get it. But really for East Coast, like they don't have any, I mean, your point on Rutgers, like Boston College, whatever, like nobody really cares. Syracuse, there's not a lot of teams there. And then on the West Coast, uh, you know, USC, UCLA, if they're good, people care. But it's not the same level of like intensity. My, I'm going to go shoot somebody if my team loses, which happens pretty much every year, for instance, in the Iron Bowl. Uh, we're talking to, uh, to Nate Pargassi. So I, I'm curious. So in your special, you've been doing stand-up comedy for a long time. You have years. been 18, 18 years. You have been a lot of times a guy who gets up that nobody knows. As a comedian, mm-hmm. how does it change when people know you and have an expectation for you when you come on the stage beforehand? And I'll give you an example from from your act that I was watching. You say at some point, like, everybody, you know, something along the lines of, like, your dad was a magician, for people who don't know. But people who have watched your comedy now know that. And you don't have to do the exposition of, hey, you know, my dad used to do this, X, Y, and Z you start to assume that your audience has some knowledge about your life. Is that better or worse from a comedian perspective to know that the people who are watching you are in some way invested with the trajectory of your life such that they come in with preconceived notions about you as opposed to you just, well, I'm sure I'm assuming it's way easier, but you've had to battle to get there. I'm wondering how different that feels. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's definitely a different thing and you never, you can get to the point more. Uh, you know, it's, like, nice to be, like, I can say in the special, I can say my dad's a magician. It's not about him being – I mean, it's a story with him being a magician, but it's not like I'm telling you about some growing up like that or something. Uh, it de- definitely helps. You know, I just talked to uh, someone about it, like, where it was uh, – you know, when you start coming – these people are going to these theaters, and, like, you're seeing these – there's a line, and people are buying food, and it's, like, a couple thousand people – and they're there to see you, you do have a moment of, uh, like, you feel like, you, like, look around, you're like, who are they, who's here tonight? Yeah. Like, you just, because you, you can't imagine <laughs> it's you. Yeah. And you're like, what are these and people doing, you know? And that's, 
but it's like that. It's a weird thing to switch over. Seinfeld once said, like, if he could ever go back, the only thing that he misses before he obviously loves, he's got a lot of money, his life is great. But the one thing he does miss is performing when the audience doesn't know you. And yeah. you do miss that. I mean, I can still go up. If I, you know, pop up at Zany's in Nashville and no one knows I'm coming, uh, I'm not, not every, and they're not there for me. They're just there for a regular show. I mean, people do know who I am, but they, you know, some people might not. And yeah. uh, or if you do a corporate show, sometimes you could be there and they don't know you. And when you can get when you can get those people that don't know you, uh, it's the it's so fun because you they they have no idea what they're in for, and you get to like if you get, that's the excitement you have when people don't know you. You're like you get to prove that you're funny to these people. The thing you got to switch to when people start coming is you then got to a it does get easier. They, uh, that's why like, sometimes I always start with new jokes because the jokes that, I, you know, they're, they're going to give you more grace at the yeah. beginning because they're like just excited that you're there and like, you know, and then you got to get into some good stuff, but you have to always remind yourself to, I mean, stay, you know, to know that you're not getting these laughs for no reason. Like you're just sitting, you know, you're getting laughs just cause we're like, we love you. Like Colin Quinn said, and like, there's a documentary comedian. Like uh, Jack Nicholson, like he can get off stage and they get on stage, they give him five minutes of grace, and then they'd be like, "All right, Jack, tell some jokes or get out of here." Like, yeah, and that's how an audience feels. Like they're, you know, I could go back to the same cities and probably do this. I've got new jokes now, but if I had the same jokes, they would handle it maybe once, maybe twice, and then if you come back a third time and you got the same act, I mean, it's over. Like it's, you know, and they're not coming back. Like they're gonna be like, oh, I saw him. You know, I, this after the second time, they'd be like, let's go. You got That's why, you, and you got to start keep building a new act and keep growing. Uh, we're talking to Nate Bargatsky, a great uh, comic. He's got a Netflix special. I encourage you guys to check it out. Went up a couple of weeks ago. How much has your life been like? Everybody's life changed because of COVID, right? Like everybody had something in their life that was substantially different. But for a comedian who makes his living being out on the road and sort of being able to test jokes in front of normal audiences inside of comedy clubs, that had to be just a screeching halt suddenly. And then you're home all the time. And like my wife is like, why don't you leave more often? You know, like I haven't been on the road very much for the past year. I used to travel a lot more. What was your life like as a comedian during COVID compared to what it was like February of last year compared to like April? Uh, of last year had to be like two different worlds yeah i was in uh i was in new jersey the day we canceled the show and uh we canceled like three hours before the show everything was getting canceled uh the guy didn't want to cancel people were like already showing up a little bit and it was like but it was like this weird i didn't know if people were gonna get their money back like if i if i canceled or if i didn't cancel and say some people were like i don't feel safe like they're not gonna get their money back because we did the show and uh, so it was like you got kind of caught in like in this kind of weird thing. What's funny is they, they had a show the night before with Tony Bennett. And the guy's like, we had Tony Bennett here. So I was like, yeah, you definitely shouldn't have had that show. Like he shouldn't have been. A, you know, it's like we knew very early that like older people were. 90 year old, like, a 90 year old shouldn't have been. A, yeah. Him yeah. Definitely not have been. You should have canceled that show. Like yes. my show might have been OK. I probably would have been okay. This show, you definitely shouldn't have had. Uh, but we, I basically drove the bus. I was like, we have a bus. And so uh, we just drove straight back to Nashville. And then just everything stopped and no one knew. And everybody's, everything's getting pushed. You know, the same stuff. We're like, we yeah. think we're going to get open. We're very bottom, at the bottom rung of like things that they care about opening comedians. <laughs> yeah, right. And so you got to kind of look at sports. And that was how we're, what we're all looking at to like see – what sports are doing. If sports open back up, then we would get to open back up. Uh, I had to do a bunch of uh, uh, drive-in shows, and that's what the, that was kind of a different thing. But that was pretty cool, like, to do those, just to get a – you know, you can't hear the crowd. But I mean, I had a show in Chicago. There's 500 cars, and they would fly – when you walk on stage, 500 cars flashing their lights and honking their horns at you. I mean, it's, it's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Like, it was such a unique experience. And you could tell that these people were so – this was in the summer. They were just so happy to get out. It was kind of fall. And that yeah. day in Chicago was like 45 degrees. It was raining. And, like, the people were so happy to be out. They just they just loved it. And it was, like, nice to get to do that. We watched – you know, that one drive-in let us watch Halloween uh, by ourselves. Like, he just played it. Oh, that's we would super stay, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it was like you got to do. It was like just trying to be like, all right, we're going to do some weird things that we never would have got to do. Um, but I mean, it was tough. I golfed a lot, and then you know, I mean, just trying to keep yourself somewhat busy. Uh, you know, started a podcast. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Have a kid from another marriage, and I uh, no, don't. But what if I just keep going? Like, you know, wife's pretty upset about that. But I was like, it's COVID. What do you want me to do? Like, That's Nate Bargatsky. We're going to have more with him, wins and losses, special long-form interview. If you want to hear the entirety of it, we're playing some cuts from Thursday night's interview. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Nobody does train safety better than me. Joe Kinsey joins us now. He's been working on the Outkick Woke Bracket Challenge. We have advanced to the Final Four. Joe, fantastic work. We have a real battle royale developing. One side of the bracket 
Darren Ravel against Dan Wolken. Darren Ravel, it looks like, is going to win. The other side of the bracket, Jamel Hill against Keith Olbermann. Real Donnybrook about to break out there as well. Uh, this has been fabulous. The write-ups have been fantastic. I, I didn't know how this would go when you put the Sweet 16 out. People absolutely love this. Clay, it's a runaway success. I can barely get through my work day without somebody wanting to talk about it, somebody wanting to slide into the DMs. It's wild out there. So far, Clay, Darren, Karen Ravel, let me correct myself, Karen Ravel is completely dominating Dan Wolken. But, I mean, there's still time. There, there could be a massive comeback if Wolken can, you know, wake up the, the, the little crowd of fans that he has. Uh, he may have a shot here, but uh, listen, Ravel is a strong candidate for the uh, finals. Uh, we're talking to Joe Kinsey at Joe Kinsey EXP. You've been now writing. When did you start with OutKick? Was it in June? June 1, yeah. June 1. So how would you – not a full year yet, but how would you assess uh, the response to you from the OutKick crew through 10 months? It's obviously been a crazy 10 months uh, given the fact that we're – uh, dealing with all the, the insanity of the election and the pandemic and everything else. But how would you assess the, the, the vibe so far through 10 months? Clay, the fans are going nuts. I, ha- I, I sit and giggle at my desk. My wife must think I'm a maniac. These people are <laughs> just full of comments. They, they cannot get enough of what is going on out there. They can't get enough of you fighting with older men. Ravel fighting with you, you know, it's, it's just chaos out there. And you know, I've said it here many times, I love chaos, and OutKick has just been pure chaos from day one. It's beautiful. Are you surprised that people come after me as often as they – got to be honest with you. I never really expected for Keith Olbermann to be obsessed with me and be sending tweets all the time to me and a lot of other people as well. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's really pretty entertaining to me, but it's also wild. It is. I mean, like you've always said, you sit here and you you grew up with these guys on your television, and now they're coming after you. A great story, Clay, is I'm sitting here one day, and Norman Chad, the guy from uh, World Series of Poker, you know, the, the color analyst, he just starts going nuts on me, Clay. Norman Chad, a guy that I used to sit there and watch at like 2 in the morning after I got home from the bar. I'm watching World Series of Poker, and now this guy is like wanting to kill me. It's kind of invigorating, but uh, it's just crazy. It's, it's out of body to deal with some of these people that you never thought you'd be in contact with. But you know I'm a big, regular Joe kind of guy. I love when the regular people out there, they come in, they send comments, they love what's going on, and, and uh, I can't get enough of it. I'm just having a great time, Clay. Every, this isn't at work. This is like heaven. Uh, we're talking to Joe Kenzie at Joe Kenzie EXP. Encourage you to follow him there. Go read everything that he's writing. He's doing fantastic work at OutKick. Uh, all right, so uh, we've got a bunch of different storylines that are going on. How excited to y- are you in general that Major League Baseball is back and that virtually every single place out there also now has fans present on some level? Uh, Clay, I'm not as big of a baseball guy as I used to be, but I have to say I'm loving seeing the fans back in the stands. I want to see people get wild out there again. It's, it's, you know, besides the fans wearing masks, it looks pretty normal to me. Uh, the, the expensive seats are kind of empty. Um, but, uh, listen, I love having just the green grass, the crack of the bat, the draft beers in the stands. I love this time of year. Uh, we'll see how I feel in a couple months, and uh, you know I'll probably be bored with it by then. But uh, we'll take it for now. We're talking to uh, to Joe Kinsey at Joe Kinsey EXP. All right, what do you think? Who do you think is going to ultimately triumph in the Outkick Woke bracket? The Final Four: Dan Wolken, Darren Ravel, uh, Jamel Hill, and Keith Olbermann. What do you think? The uh, fi- who's going to be hoisting the hardware? Listen, everybody expects Jamel to go to win this running away or, you know, down the Black Lives Matter Boulevard, Jamel Hill just holding the trophy. But Keith Olbermann, my God, he's putting on a he's putting on a clinic on how to win a competition. He goes nuts last night. You, I mean, you're in it with him. He's going nuts on people left and right. He's trying to win this clay. It is going to be an absolute war out there with Jamel.
There's no doubt. And by the way, there's a lot of other fun stories that are going on. One that is just, and this is not a fun story, but it is a trend and it's a ridiculous trend. How about what's going on right now with all these people dying during gender reveals? I mean, we've had a couple of cannons malfunction and kill people. uh, And you had a story up on OutKick. Somebody was trying to do a gender reveal with an airplane and they crashed the airplane and the people in it died. Like, this is pretty crazy. Clay, it is. Uh, it's an it's a epidemic out there, whatever you want to call it. I'm not a uh, big wordsmith, but we have people that are now dying to reveal their babies. So the latest episode was in Mexico, where this couple they hire this plane to uh, blow smoke out the back of the plane to reveal the the baby and the gender, and the the family's on a boat in the Caribbean, uh, you know, out in the ocean. And the plane goes down right in front of them after revealing that they're going to have a girl. I mean, what great memories for the girl. She's going to live with this the rest of her life. It's going to be on Google. The little baby girl, bless her heart, she's going to have to sink back to this. And her parents, are. this is going to be on them forever, Clay. What are, what are people thinking? Why can't we just make this, you know, listen, just just open a box or eat a cake with a pink or blue cake. I don't get it, Clay. What, it's a, it's everybody, everybody. Oh, how did we reveal? So it's a good question. The first kid I knew, but nobody else knew. And I was not allowed to tell anyone. So I literally, it was me and the doctor were the only two people who knew. My wife didn't want anybody to know. She wanted to be surprised. She didn't want to know. So I kept it a secret. The uh, second and the third kids... I feel like she's probably listening to me right now and she's going to be like, you got that wrong. You're, uh, but I think we told everybody that we were having, I've got three boys and I think we just told everybody that we were having another boy and another boy. So I think the first one was a surprise. The next two were not surprises. No reveals, no cake, no, no reveal, cannon. no cake, no cannon. Like I, and again, it's possible that I'm wrong. Like I, <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. Um, my wife sometimes listens to the show, like driving the kids to school in the morning or whatever else. And uh, and every now and then I look down at my phone and it's like I've said something that's incorrect. So I got that hospital wrong that the kids were born at uh, once on the show or once on a guest as a show or whatever else. My wife's like, no, the kids weren't born there. So it's possible we had a gender reveal and I've just like blocked it out of all my recollection. But my recollection is that I was with her in the uh, in the uh, doctor's appointments for kid number two and kid number three, and the nurse or the the whatever it is, the the woman with the uh, ultrasound there was like, "Hey, do you want to know?" And we said yes, and I think we got told that, and then we told everybody else. But I don't think we had any sort of like substantial gender reveal. You didn't go to Mexico and have a a painted chicken fall out of a box like these crazy Mexicans are doing. You didn't have the the chicken. I don't think I don't think the gender reveal thing really even took off until like the last five or six years. Am I crazy about this? Like my youngest kid is six years old and I don't think that I've ever been to a gender reveal party period. I feel like this is something that has taken off with social media, Instagram, Facebook and everything else. Am I crazy or am I am I right? No, I think you're right. It's, I think it's the Instagram. They're doing it for the content. Listen, Clay, I watched this video of these two chickens fighting, and they were wearing these sacks of powder. And as they're fighting, they, they, they beat the other, you know, they, they blast these uh, bags of powder, and it reveals that the baby's a girl. And, and these Mexicans are nuts about Mexico has a gender reveal, like, problem clay it's going to be something we're going to have to look at as a society uh other things that are getting looked at beverly hills uh hotel la may be back now there's fans present for dodger games and paulina gretzky is hanging out for spring break at the beverly hills hotel and it seems like she's posting a lot of content for you yeah, Clay, I, I, I'm getting a sense that uh, L.A. has put the word out that uh, the pools are open and uh, Paulino, may be, she may be on the hook here. You know, Beverly Hills probably had her come in as a, hey, look, we're back. Uh, Paulina's here. She's ripping tequila shots. She's drinking $50 uh, pina coladas. Uh, it's time to get cranking up here. So be on the lookout. 
L.A., the pool scenes, you know, we knew this is what happened in Florida. The pool scenes kind of started it out, and then it cranks up again. So uh, early indications that uh, the Los Angeles pool scene is back, uh, thanks to Paulina. Speaking of back, Holly Saunders has returned to Twitter, and she is bringing her flamethrower with her. Um, and so, uh, so what are your thoughts about Holly Saunders? I know she was retweeting one of your articles at OutKick. Yeah, Holly Saunders uh, from the Golf Channel, from Fox Sports, uh, the golf world, you all know her. But Holly, plot twist, uh, she says, I'm back, but I'm done with you, you golf nerds out there, you stuffy golf nerds that just want to talk about course management and stuff like that. She's not, that's, not the, that's not the Holly that is back, Clay. The Holly that is back is a content genius who uh, has figured out the subscription game, and now she says, listen, I'm done with golf. I don't want to talk about it. If you want to talk golf, we're going to have problems. So, all you know, guys out there, be careful. Holly Saunders on the warpath, but she'll be your friend if you just want to be cool and hang out. Just stop with the golf content with, with Holly. She's not about that. Take a look at her Instagram. That's not the Holly that you used to know. So uh, get used to it, folks. We're talking to Joe Kinsey. Obviously, a lot of attention in uh, the last week or so about the NFL draft. Are you a mock draft guy? Like, do you read these things as often as everybody else out there seems to? Uh, I only read the ones that outkick, Clay. Uh, that's the only ones I trust. <laughs> Uh, our, uh, my coworker Clint Lamb with his uh, mock drafts. Uh, Clint, listen, I, I can't figure out how all of a sudden one draft changes like the, in 12 hours, and then one day Justin Fields is going to the Jets. The next day he, he has a terrible work ethic. I can't keep track of it all. Just get me to the draft. I may have to go out there for us, Clay, uh, for the OutKick team and document. Right? Yes, I need to drive out there and uh, see what the scene is like. Um, so, so yeah. I, listen, I can't. I can't get into the mock drafts. I have enough on my hands. I have Holly Saunders destroying golf guy. I have a ton of things to worry about, Clay. Oh, there's no doubt. There's a lot on your plate. Are you excited for the Masters next week? Oh, absolutely. I love when the birds start chirping. That's how I'll know it's Masters season. I'll just close my eyes, listen to the birds chirp take a nap, wake up, the Masters is still going. I watch it at like midnight, Clay. It'll be like green grass at midnight, and I can't get enough of it. I just love the Masters. Uh, fully in on that. Hey, how about the, how about the March Madness, the Zags? Give me a, give me a national title. Uh, I'm, I'm, isn't it great to have sports back, by the way? I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, I think, uh, look – the 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 everything being basically underway and normalcy returning in many different parts of American life. I think there's a lot of people super excited about it. I know you're in Ohio and it's been a little bit cold the past several days all over the east coast of the country, but golf season is basically back for a lot of people who are listening to us right now. Uh, and Major League Baseball, I mean, the the Texans, uh, sorry, the Rangers are going to have a full stadium. We talked about that a little bit. Even though Joe Biden's not happy about it, that's going to be pretty fantastic. Like, all of this adding up, I think, is going to give us so much fun to look forward to uh, as we move into the spring. Oh, I can't wait. I'm just so excited. Uh Thank you uh, to all the outkick. Listen, I don't say it enough, Clay. Thank you for bringing me on board. I, it, this isn't work. I love this. You can hear it in my voice. I know that. I love what we do. We're having a good time, and we're just going to keep it going. Amen. That is Joe Kinsey. Go check out the Woke Bracket Challenge at OutKick. He does fantastic work. He finds a lot of things to keep us entertained all throughout every single day there. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. And the Blood Bank guarantee this week, the under in the game between Houston and Baylor, the battle for Texas. Houston has one of the best defenses in all of college basketball. They have managed to drive every single one of the games that they have played a bit into the mud. They're athletic, they're long, they cover a lot of ground, they play aggressive in-your-face defense, they rebound well. They are not easy to score on. 
I like Baylor to find a way to win this basketball game. But I think Kelvin Sampson and Houston guaranteed that the under roughly 135, 134 and a half, depending on where you look, my blood bank guarantee headed into Final Four Saturday is for Houston to take the air out of this basketball game and guarantee that we hit the under. Dub, you've been doing a decent job of making people some money as well. What prediction, what blood bank guarantee would you climb onto here? Now, this is going to sound odd because it's a lot of points, especially considering the stakes that are at hand in the Final Four. But I'm taking Gonzaga minus 14. UCLA, you know, no disrespect to the Bruins. They've been on an incredible run, but they may be the luckiest team, Final Four team ever. Uh, They were down double digits to Michigan State in the first four game, came back, won that game in overtime. Against Bama, they win in overtime. In Michigan, they win by two. But we talked about this earlier in the week. Bama and Michigan combined to go 17 for 36 from the free throw line. Again, Bama and OT, Michigan by two. And 10 for 39 from beyond the arc. So if they just shoot anywhere close to their averages from the line alone, UCLA's out two rounds ago. I don't think Gonzaga is going to make those kind of mistakes given uh, because I think they're going to get a lot of free points basically from the free throw line the way that they attack the hoop I'm taking Gonzaga I like him big I like him to win this game by 20 plus points if they do win this game by 20 plus points and look they're favored by double digits we're going to be talking I mean I'm just telling you in advance hey what are the topics going to be on Monday Monday we're going to come in here and we're going to talk about Gonzaga sitting at 31 and 0 with 30 double digit wins probably playing against Baylor and to put that into context there have only been I think I'm right about this we were talking about this on Fox Bet Live the other day and I've talked about it earlier in the program as well there have only been three teams since 1976 to even enter the final four undefeated Uh, those teams 91 Vegas the team that lost to Duke crazy ending they were undefeated at that time 2015 Kentucky which lost a wild Final Four game to Wisconsin and the Zags this year. So not only is it hard to go undefeated, it is insanely difficult to get all the way to the Final Four, period, and still be undefeated. And that's where the Zags are right now, and they're a massive favorite, one of the biggest favorites we've ever seen uh, in the Final Four. Uh, And so if they win, and I think they will, and if Baylor wins, and I do think Baylor will win, we'll have another chalk bracket and another chalk end of the season in in a uh, sport where COVID has just basically eliminated all sorts of big upsets from happening in the world of sports. So major discussions potentially uh, uh, coming in that direction. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me, tapping the veins for you on the under in the battle of Texas between Baylor and Houston. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!